This is the G Talk Podcast, the podcast from young adults to young adults. You can find it on gtalkpodcast.com. Be sure to subscribe on the website where you can find it on Spotify, Apple, and Podbean. y'all welcome to the g talk podcast i'm joined by well, this is gonna be a, a a podcast from the women's perspective i got all women on this time but to the right of me i got kenya mm-hmm. how you doing you doing all right i'm good how you feeling you feel older uh, oh. oh my gosh i was gonna say how did you turn 30 okay yeah yeah definitely yeah it definitely looked like you enjoyed yourself seriously i, I was living vicariously through you um we got chelsea in the building she's uh new to the show so just introduce yourself um just give a little background for the listeners hi i'm chelsea where you from um, from murfreesboro the borough from atlanta (laughs) (laughs) all right and then just uh just tell us what you do for a living You, you don't have to say where but just what you do i'm an educator i'm a mental health advocate i'm a writer Okay. Yeah. Okay. Come on. All right. Okay. All right. And the last but not least, uh, we got Miranda back in the building. Hey y'all. How are you? I'm doing pretty good on this Saturday. So yeah, this is the Young and Stable Part Two. Actually, a lot of my episodes have been Part Two or Part Threes, because um, <laughs> things just starting to cycle around. Everything's coming full just cycle. Back to it. <laughs> yeah. And so it's a little background. If you haven't listened to it, it's. Um, I think it's episode 57 or 51, one of them. It was last July, but essentially, we it was me, Malcolm, Kelsey, and Jeremiah showed up. I think we took an edible on that podcast, too. But uh, we talked about what it meant to be young and stable because, um, you know, once again, this is the podcast from young adults to young adults. So a, a young adult is technically 18 to 40, you know. Ooh, 40 now? That's a stretch. <laughs> yeah, because the oldest millennial is 40 now. Yeah. Yeah, 81. So, and then even just like with fraternity and sorority stuff, when it comes to younger people, they view younger people like 40 and under. Um, Fine with me. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, (laughs) you know, we're we're all classified as young adults. Right. Yeah, me too. Me too. I got one more year. Yep. You get there. You got two more? Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, barely though. Barely? Yeah. 30 next June. Yeah, so you just and, showing us what it's gonna be like, right? Uh-huh. Right, right. right. Lead over here, so. Oh yeah, you know, thirties is your twenties just for more money, right? Right, that's what I oh, see. Let me let me hold a dollar. Just because I worked it don't mean I got money. You got access. I got access, but. Right. It's that extra zero. You know how you know how to get it. Mm-hmm. Approve them loans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> GBNT, uh, but yeah. Uh, so we're just gonna get into this uh, news week real quick. Um, a lot of stuff happening this week, um, and I guess we'll let uh, Chelsea really speak on this. But uh, what are your thoughts on the school and the COVID situation? Okay, just put me on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think that it could be handled much better. But I think when you think of schools, the mm-hmm. schools are doing the best that they can. It's mm-hmm. a systemic issue. Yep. Mm. Um, so I think that over the summer, schools should not have been focused on how are we going to bring them back. We should have been focused on how can we make this more sustainable at home. Mm-hmm. Mm. We have kids come on Tuesday, Thursday, or Monday, Wednesday, Friday, especially because we have a lot of college prep schools, mm-hmm. and that would actually prep them for that. Um, because people getting sick is not okay, and we're short-staffed, so teachers are covering classes. Mm-hmm. And so then there's mental fatigue. And mm-hmm. then of course, if you're mentally fatigued, it's going to go into your body. COVID yeah. symptoms are exhaustion symptoms. So mm-hmm. right. It's just a trickle-down effect. Yeah, and I'm learning... So, that there are so many barriers to, you know, the school systems, the districts, and mm-hmm. so being able to make the best decisions for their students and their staff. Like, um, I think I recently found out that one, one of the challenges that I know for a fact, like Shelby County schools have been challenging is they're not able to even create a system like what was happening earlier on in the pandemic where they could do hybrid or make mm-hmm. the determination of going virtual mm-hmm. because of the governor yeah. <laughs> and the, mm, you know, yeah. these executive orders and all of these things. Mm-hmm. So there's so many different hurdles the school systems are having to dedicate time and energy to mm-hmm. just to be able to give parents more options of the best way to like protect their kids right and then teachers being able to protect themselves so for sure Miranda you got anything on it or um you know I mean I don't have any kids or anything like that so you know I'm just kind of you know from the outside looking in because like I don't really have that many teacher friends but I do you know feel for those who are having to make those decisions just for themselves because you know there are a lot of people who are teachers that are afraid you know of COVID and little kids or, you know, no matter what age you are, it's like spreading things easily, you know, when the school system is, you know, challenging to maintain. So, you know, I always think about teachers and students and I just pray for them every school year because um, it's a lot to do with. Yeah. And I always commend my teacher friends, even before all this, just in general, because that's a lot to a deal lot. with. It is a it's lot. A, it's, yeah. a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah, it's a I always lot. say teachers need to get paid six figures. Oh, for sure. For Definitely. Sure. <laughs> I think Cause so. For sure, with free health care. Oh, yeah. Because mm-hmm. regardless of the fact, services, all of the, the greatest people in the world, they all had a teacher at, a teacher. at some point. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but kind of what you said, um, I'm one of the younger people at my job, so I don't have children, and hearing them talk about it, I mean, I can't relate, Yeah. but I can only imagine just what they're going through mm-hmm. because imagine if you were expecting your child to be in school and now they're not right there at home without a hybrid option. Mm-hmm. So now it's kind of back to uh, at the beginning of the pandemic when they were figuring it out, you know, it's I think of the long term effect because, you know, we're not getting younger and then we have to replace people you know, coming after us. Mm-hmm. And if the education system is going to be broken, that means um, the people coming behind us aren't as prepared. And what does that mean for us as a country in general, especially when it comes to just trying to compete in the world? Because, mm-hmm. you know, things are becoming more global now. And, you know, um, we always stereotype if you're Indian or if you're Asian, you're you're smart, mm-hmm. you know, or African, you're smart. 
but it's never Americans who are smart, mm-hmm. you know. But I, I just hope that this situation um, gets, you know, gets uh, more guidance and clarity and take the politics out of it because, yeah. unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, the, the politics. Of our, of, like, you talked about the system being broken. The, the yeah. school system is not broken. It is operating just as it was designed to do. The yeah. pandemic has just period. Yeah. highlighted issues that have been existing since school mm-hmm. became a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, there will yeah. be kids who will be trained to you know, mm-hmm. be the future and, and who are not going to be experiencing learning loss and things like that and those are privileged kids those are kids who have access to private school systems those are kids whose parents can pay for a tutor pay for someone to be at home with them the kids who are going to be most impacted by the pandemic and what's going on are the same kids who are being impacted by the disparities already going on because Uh they're living in poverty they're in underserved communities their parents are working they God forbid if the parent or one of the kids gets sick who can't afford to take off two weeks. Right. Exactly. If the school shuts down, who is going to be watching my kids? Mm-hmm. My small children may ultimately have to be at home alone. Then how are they eating? Because they depend on meals at, at school. So it's a whole. It's a whole. Yeah. 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 And I'm, I'm actually going to do a podcast about that. Just what what money brings to society, communities. Um, cause I've worked in both, uh, demographics and in a low to moderate income area, the customer base, they're more stressed out. They're, they're angrier. Mm-hmm. Um, then you go to the fluent side, everyone's happy go lucky, but it's a reason for that. Cause, cause you, you're not worried about your bills being paid. What meal you're going to eat. Exactly. How your kids are going to eat. Uh-huh. Your basic oh, and, yeah, and your, I can't even basic. go to the yeah. doctor. Yeah. Cause at first <laughs> all, toilet tissue. I mm-hmm. had, uh, thought the whole notion you know money isn't happiness thing i was like yeah you know i agree with that but now when i look back on it money does equal happiness because when it comes to your basic needs if you don't have money and you can't and you're trying to figure out your basic survival that mm-hmm. creates stress and anxiety so yeah money does equal happiness to a certain extent right to a, i was like it depends on who it is mm-hmm. i actually taught that lesson last week um and we talked about how it meets the needs to the underserved. Mm-hmm. However, yeah. if you're already at a certain level, um, yeah. you've always had money. Yeah, if you're at yeah. a certain yeah. level, you it does not make a difference. No. And, and the no. thing is, I, I don't like it when people from abundance speak on things like that because their perspective is different. Yeah. It's different because you never really had to want for anything. You know, if you speak, well, well, how come they can't just, I'm like, no, you can't, you can't say that right. because you, you live in two different worlds. Yeah. And, even just me working in a more affluent area, I, I found myself angry sometimes because I'm I'm helping these, you know, this particular demographic and a lot of people don't look like me. But then when I'm in the low to moderate income area, it's kind of cutthroat. It's like, nah, I can't help you. And mm-hmm. but it's more of us. And even them viewing us because being black and in banking, it's a double whammy. If a white person tell you no in banking, you know, you, you know, if you white person tell a black person no, they'll be like, all right, whatever. But if a black person tell you no, they take it twice as hard because they expect mm-hmm. us to do something. Yeah. But the reality of it is, I mean, we 
You work for the institution. Yeah, yeah like, like just because just, just I'm here don't mean it's I can... It's all rooted in, in racism and white supremacy. Uh-huh. It needs a history behind all all of these institutions. Yep. Education, uh-huh. financial, health care systems, every single thing. Yep. So, you know, black people have a reason to have a little animosity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. on their shoulder about certain things because historically yeah. these systems have been designed to keep us behind the curve at all times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's continually repeated regardless of who is in office. It's yeah. just a slight nuance yeah. depending on who's in yeah, office. It's just different when um, that's the foundation of things because people like, oh, well, we're doing better, but it's like, no, this is the reason why it is because of how it always was and because it's how it was designed to exactly it's, just, it's working how yeah. it was supposed to mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um anything else on this before we move on mm, i think so okay mm-hmm. uh so also another uh big thing in the news is the afghanistan situation um literally a week <laughs> after we left uh the the uh, Taliban took over uh, Cabal. They 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 expected it to fall by the end of the month. It fell by the end of the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, mo- most recently, and this is from CNN, uh, we did a, uh, a few drone strikes. And cause essentially, we've been there since 2001. Since, I was going to say, how old are you? How old are you yeah, it, w- it was 2001. It was like Right. 20 years ago. Oh yeah, yeah. It was twenty yeah. years. Ago. That's why I was like, I knew. I was, I was in third grade when nine eleven happened. Yeah. And I remember. Yeah, I was in. We had a fat back TV, and my computer class teacher was just looking was like, at it. Oh, thank God. So many people got checked out that day. Yeah. Yep. Um. A teacher prayed. I was with us. at home. I think I had fake sick that day. Thank yeah. God. I thought it was right. new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my mama and daddy both happened to have been at home mm-hmm. mm. so i was with them watching it happen on tv and my little self was just you know i was just terrified because yeah. i thought the world was ending right? yeah i was i was I scared sick and playing no, we all were. This stuff, but my teacher was, was crying i didn't i mean mm-hmm. and my dad decided to re-enlist in the national guard after they hit me really wow. so he actually went you know served in iraq mm. okay and the whole nine so yeah, I got. I mean, this one like, just that I'm yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Um, but according to <laughs> twenty years though. According to CNN, two high-profile ISIS targets were killed, and another was injured in a U.S. drone strike in Afghanistan. Uh, the Pentagon says Saturday the retaliatory step following the terrorist attack that killed 13 U.S. service members and at least 170 others outside of Cabal's national inter Cabal's international airport. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, yeah, thirteen Americans were killed, and it's funny because we talked about that on previous episode because we predicted what would happen, mm-hmm. and yeah, I think we're gonna be over there for another twenty years because it's just crazy. Um, I bet Biden stressed out because <laughs> people wanted him to. He inherited people, people, people wanted to. Cause a lot of people were calling to withdraw the truth. Like, man, been yeah, over there forever. Been, been da, 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 da. For years, yeah. Years, years. So, so Biden, so Biden, like, you know what? The original date was September 11th. Yep. I'm bringing back early. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like by August 31st. Brought it back early. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then this happened. <laughs> now he's sending back over there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like literally, you just can't win. 
you know. Now, what, what, what are we supposed to be out here doing again? That's why I was like, why is it our responsibility? Does anybody <laughs> but see, have like some kind of the treaty with well, them? Like, this thing about America. What we're, what we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to spread democracy throughout the world. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's our job. We're supposed to protect, mm-hmm. uh, you know, people who are under regimes that mm-hmm. are tyrannical and, you know, mm-hmm. inhumane. Mm-hmm. So... We've been there 20 years, right? Yeah. So imagine in, in Afghanistan. <laughs> we've been there 20 years. <laughs> so you got you to look at it from an Afghanistan point of view. Oh, shit. Like the whole time they've been here, things been calm. Mm-hmm. We have protection. And, you know, they're keeping the bad guys, quote unquote, away. Then we leave. The bad guys come back. Yeah. Literally in a week. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, they they ain't even put up a fight. So my thing is this: Why, if we've been over there for twenty years, how come there has not been some system put in place to where these people won't come back? Like, are we not? Are they not teaching the Afghan people to like? Well, word troops and all that stuff. Well, like, well, word is the Afghans didn't really put up a fight. The president fucking live. Their president fleed, mm-hmm. and they wasn't feeling that shit. The president. Like he dipped. <laughs> so he dipped. Once, once the Americans left, he said, "Oh," and then he, when he heard that they were encroaching upon the uh, the capital city, oh yeah, he 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 got the hell on. But, yeah. but yeah, yeah, so we're, you know, especially with Americans killed, you know, America don't take that lightly. Yeah. Biden said, "We will find you." Oh, they take you it lightly in the United yeah. States. When Americans are shot down and killed in come on now mass levels, so, come on now, come on. You know, they don't change any laws. They don't go hunt the men down. They take them to Burger King. They make sure that they end up handcuffed. They don't go hunt those. Speaking mm, of that, those national terrorists don't get hunted down. I'm glad you said that because I actually meant to write that down. But I believe Dylan Roof got the death penalty. And for those who don't know Dylan Roof, he's the one who shot up the Waffle House mm-hmm. uh, three years ago. The 2018? 2018. 2018. I think it was 2018. Or 2019? No, it was, I think it was 2018. It's 2018. Um, yes, court upholds death sentence for church shooter. Church shooter. Yeah, so, yeah. He, he was the one in uh, Carolina. Mm-hmm. They shot him Whatever. That's right. That's so right. Similar, yeah. So you're gonna have to edit it. Yeah. Well. <laughs> correction on the air. Yeah, live on the air. They killed the chart, the, the shit up the shot. But it's crazy because he kind of looks similar to the dude who did the Waffle House shooting. So Dylan Roof was the one who uh, did that shooting in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who walked up in the church. So yeah, he's been sentenced to the death sentence. Uh, what are y'all thoughts on that? Nick. <laughs> Like, okay. Yeah. Uh, and last but not, well, OnlyFans. Uh, i sure y'all seen this headline. It's crazy because I saw a CNN headline about OnlyFans. I thought something was wrong. But initially, because <laughs> normally you don't see OnlyFans and CNN in the same. <laughs> I said, what? I'm like, what is going on? Right. But, um, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, earlier this week, earlier this week, we got a report that uh, OnlyFans will stop paying um, 
paying um, people for their sexually uh, explicit content on OnlyFans, but then they recently rolled it back from an outcry of uh, sex workers. And I just thought about that, especially with this pandemic, because that's people's main income, depending on how good you are. Um, (laughs) Not how good. (laughs) Because I actually heard that only you know only a few people really get paid for real, for real off OnlyFans, but yeah they uh rolled it back from outcry of sex workers and I mean with this new world we're living in I'll I'll be upset too if I was a participant and that's my money then all of a sudden they talking about no mm-hmm. sorry you gotta do something else because a lot of men be out here starving <laughs> starving. <laughs> Matter of fact, like they, they, they be yeah, that brother's starving. They be uh, <laughs> just the smallest thing. Uh, kind of creeps me out what y'all be going through. Just uh, that's your favorite meme to use on the timeline. Yeah, meme, that, meme. that brother's starving. <laughs> but uh, last but not least, just want to say rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. Uh, it's been a year already, mm-hmm. and it doesn't um. Seem like it. It don't, but you know, recipes Chadwick Boseman. Uh, you'll be truly missed. I remember when Black Panther came out. I that was what? 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 Go ahead. Say something funny, can you? Leaving with these like he was just like. Man, I remember when he came over to my grandmama's house. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how it sounded. Yeah. Yeah. We had the peach cobbler for Thanksgiving. Yeah. I remember that time where, you know, like. He came in so strong like, about that. Yeah. Like, I thought I he was going to share a very personal and intimate moment that he might have had with Chadwick Boseman. It was weird, you know what I mean? It's like, I remember yeah. Black Panther came out. Tell me, tell me, tell, tell me a moment where y'all met a celebrity and it was an intimate moment. Have y'all ever met a celebrity who y'all actually liked? I've met all of my celebrity crushes except for one. Which is? Oh, um, my future husband Aubrey Grant. So okay, I'm just get in line. Him, but get in line. I've met mm-hmm. Tank. I've met Tank. Yeah, living my life. Okay, okay. Ladies love Cool James. Were you taller than him? We were about the same height. About, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, celebrities be short. He was pretty. Yeah. Um, vertically challenged. I'm digging you like a grave. <laughs> Love Jones is one of my favorite movies. I mean, but I still love him. Still love him. Nah, Lorenzo is a great actor. Um, I wonder how tall he is. How tall are you, Kenya? <laughs> <laughs> I'm five two. Okay, so yeah, Lorenzo about five three. So he was okay. tall enough. Yeah, so he was tall enough. Well, I don't know, Miranda. You you kind of tall, so I am tall. I'm five eight. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. You don't look five two sitting down. You I look taller. Tall. You do. Really? Mm-hmm. Wait, 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 wait. You said you five two. I'm five two. You seem taller than that, cause five five two is like almost four four foot tall. I'm five two. I'm five two and a half. Huh? And I Man, come tall. from a family of five feet. <laughs> like, does, one of, I am one of the tall people in my family, but let's take five seven. Does a uh, does a height matter to y'all? So so really, Kenya five six. 
right now. <laughs> so I'm gonna stand up right now. Probably five four. I'm not. <laughs> so I'm well, not. I literally have to get checkups frequently. I'm five uh, two. All right. Does does our height matter, y'all? When it comes to men. Maybe I have a long neck in it. <laughs> I I dated someone who was shorter than me, but that was a long time ago. Now I'm like at least be the same height or a, a little bit taller. I've been told that I have an affinity for um, the vertically challenged. <laughs> I've dated shorter men. I yeah, I've dated shorter men. Yeah. Well, I'm don't. I've never dated shorter because because you're pretty. I'm pretty short. short yeah. so, but apparently, I tend to date guys that are not very tall, according to my friends. Mm-hmm. That's what I meant by shorter. Mm. Yeah, because mm. you're not like shorter than you. Because y'all are shorter. No, I'm mm. like like my height or couple of. Yeah, I just I just thought mm-hmm. about the five seven five eight range. I've actually dated people in that range. I mean, but as long as they're taller than you, right? Yeah, you know what I, mean? I mean, yeah, I was just saying, it always feels taller than me, so mm-hmm. I don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just glad I'm my height. I've never looked down <laughs> yes, at a man that I've dated. Yeah, we, we, I say that. I've never had to. Hey, yeah. buddy. <laughs> buddy. <laughs> buddy. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm glad I'm my height. Uh, they have great confidence. They really do. You they got to they they make up you for know. it. Make up the way. The height, because because height really matters in many ways. Okay, tell us. Even in general, let's say it's uh, a tall couple. Mm-hmm. When you walk in a room, you command the room. Like you know, people. You depend on your take way, notice. You can be tall and yeah, you can be tall and if you just tall and like self confident. Well, tall yeah, come in the room and like, oh yeah, to tall, get but, but like being tall though also just creates intrigue. I think you know if someone's tall, you're gonna look. Um, mm, yeah, you're definitely. You know what I'm saying? It it it, it, it just initially it, it it creates that intrigue and um, a lot of women, especially short women, like tall guys or or want a tall guy. But I'm thinking you five three. What you want a six four dude? And that has not been the feedback that I've gotten. Really? My friends also say I like um, short man syndrome. Mm. <laughs> so f- how tall are you? I'm five eleven. You ain't no five eleven. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I am. I'm, I'm a. Like go get your measuring tape. I'm, nah, I'm a, you can lie on it. Go get your measuring Go get your measuring Hear me out. Hear me out. I'm five eleven. Like without shoes on. When I wear shoes with a slight. You know, heel or whatever. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm right at, I'm right at six. Because even, even. We got the measure. No, we got the measure app on our phone. Those shoes do make a difference. Because even at work. Yeah. Because even at work, Miranda, even at work, you know, we got those little markers. I'm, I'm, I'm at six. Okay, so then the question is for you. What about women? Are you dating taller, taller women or shorter women? I don't mind a woman who's my height or shorter. Okay. Oh, but she can't be taller than you. She can't be taller. What if she? Well, she not. Yo, high one. Does that do something to your ego? What, what about it? when she has? But then again, on? but then again, what so so so. Why wouldn't you? So then there becomes a height where that doesn't matter because at this point we're considered technically both tall. Mm-hmm. So if I'm five eleven six and she six one, okay, well, we both up there. So it's not like a big difference when it comes to that. Um, it's not really noticeable because to everyone else we're still taller than the average person because the average height was like five eight 
Five seven. What for men? For who men? Men Uh, is five seven. I think it's five. For me, it's five two. I think we just looked this up the other day. (laughs) Women in the advertise five four. It's five four. Mm-hmm, for women, I, I think men is five seven. Yeah, yeah, five four. I'm pretty mm-hmm. advertised is what I. Think. So if, if we're already above average, I mean, it don't it don't matter, you know, because y'all looking up you to us. Look like you take pride in that. I mean, so happy. To I'm just glad that I'm right. not. I'm just glad that I'm not short. Five eleven. I'm glad that I'm. Right, six six it, with a shoe. When, when I, when oh yeah. I'm, if I put my dress shoes on with, with the heel. Work. I'm I'm six on the. He's six one. On y'all. The <laughs> <laughs> at the bank <laughs> yeah cause you know in case we get a robber well we it's gotta... gonna be wrong cause you're not six feet so it's not gonna be helpful so you're they're gonna wrong. be looking for some big six foot nigga and like he really five ten look that's a... oh yeah so the average male is, is... Wrong. Yeah, the average male is five nine. So. Five nine. Oh, I thought I seen. So yeah, so I'm I'm above average. average. Regardless. Go ahead with your bad uh, self. Okay. Talk your shit. I won't believe you until you pull out the tape. We got the measure app on our phone. We just go on and just. What's the measure app? Yeah, you ain't never used that before. Oh. I use it when I go like when I was furniture shopping. Yeah, and I'm like, I need to I measure the couch, measure the wall. Like I was doing all mm. that. I did. That's how I discovered it because I kept forgetting to bring my measuring tape. Yes. <laughs> 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 All right, well, let's let's get into the main topic. Uh, young and stable. What do y'all think it? Well, what's, what's y'all definition of uh, stable? Because, uh, uh, well, I guess it does encompass a lot, but um, it does. Relationships, like relationships, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. uh, let's let's in this case, uh, living situation like um, or like no roommates. Is that stable or having a roommate stable? I guess stable in a non-emotional way, just when it comes to the actual tangible, um, you know, living, things like that. Um, like I got my own apartment. Yeah. Everybody's paying my bills. So, like so, so what you got and like money-wise, like monetarily, what does stable mean to y'all? Because a lot of times young doesn't correlate with stable. Like a lot of people don't. People think, oh, when you're older, you, that's when you get stable. But we're, you know, we're all relatively the same age. Mm-hmm. And I think y'all are pretty stable, which is why y'all are here today. And, yeah, I just want to hear from y'all because um, I know we have conversation that we can relate to, which is why we're, or why I deem y'all stable. But I just want to hear from y'all. I guess when you put it that way, when you, when you brought up, like, Oh, when people say when you're older, you're more stable. It makes me think about what instability felt like. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like mm. the early 20s, you just, you're just you trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Fresh out of college, you right. don't know which ways up, <laughs> really. Mm-hmm. Um, not all of us were fortunate enough to, like, have an apartment mm-hmm. and all these mm-hmm. other things. And I feel like those first, like, five years or so, the 20s, I don't know if y'all had a similar experience. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're just trying to really get to know yourself and get established get some um get on stable ground i guess Mm -hmm. like (laughs) yeah so i got my web diagram from last year and i added some this year because things have changed so Mm -hmm. of course y'all know i i no longer have roommates now it's been about month two uh living solo living on your own yeah (laughs) 
So I'm a, I'm gonna just list some stuff and y'all can chime in when y'all want to because even the stuff from, that I wrote last year still I still agree with. But um, so when it comes to being stable, you have a disciplined routine. Is that fair to say? Y'all have a pretty disciplined routine. It's a disciplined routine. Yeah. Yeah. Like you know y'all. Like get up in the morning. Maybe you work yeah. out. And actually waking up early is being stable too. I think. Are these required? Like this is what you're saying. This is what I like. Like like these are these are yeah these are like elements. These these are just elements of I think is being said. But like it don't necessarily you don't have to do this, but it's just your opinion. Yeah, and mind you, this is what I wrote. So Uh, employed uh, two plus years at the same employer, Uh, being reliable and able to assist fairly easy. Uh, have cash and access to credit, financial discipline, value sleep, <laughs> value sleep, and go to bed at a decent hour. Um, I know, but like these are these are the elements. Before you even go any further. You like you mentioned before, like thinking about tangible items. Mm-hmm. But for mm-hmm. me, when you think about being young and stable, I think that you have to think about the intangibles first. And yep. so, like, you have to be confident in who you are and mm-hmm. know that you are growing. And so, like, mm-hmm. we all made a face in terms of like financial discipline. Like, mm-hmm. yes, everybody is striving to get there, mm-hmm. but the word was young. Yeah. yeah. Um, and even if thinking about just turning 30, 30 is young. Right. Yeah. And so like most of our parents had us at that age, but does anybody in this room have kids? Nope. Nope. Okay. And so like the idea of stable is ever changing because we are changing. And mm-hmm. so like, I think that your list and even though you didn't get all the way through it, I think that those things define you being stable, but also like you have to have a foundation within yourself because everything you listed is like determined by the system so even if we go back to thinking about we've been in Mm. afghanistan for 20 years Mm -hmm. we left for a week okay so if that system is taken away are you stable still Mm. if your Mm -hmm. job is taken away are you still stable in yourself Mm -hmm. and so like yes that is a great list but then also like it's about your like mental yeah that's why i was wondering when this topic started like in what regard because i think you can have stability in certain aspects of mm-hmm. your life, but be and completely still some other places. Yeah, that's like other places mm-hmm. in your oh, life sure. or not. And this feels like a, I don't want to say exhaustive, but like a list of all of the different mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. But like in my experience and in my own like journey to grow and improve, like work could feel very stable. I could mm-hmm. have gotten promoted and mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm excelling. I'm doing really, really well. Like that is not a problem, mm-hmm. but my bills are paid, but my personal life could be yeah, totally in shambles. shambles. My yeah. mental health, like <clears throat> it, I could be in therapy. Like I just don't know what's going on. Like, yeah. I, and yeah. I've been there. Like you really have yeah. one yeah. aspect of life and the other one you still like working on. Yeah. Like, or all of it could be going to hell. And, and then it fluctuates because I don't think it's a linear thing. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say. I think as we continue to grow mm-hmm. and develop as people, every phase of our life is going to look it's different. It's going to change. I hope. Mm-hmm. Like I hope in 10 I years. So. <laughs> I look back. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Exactly. I'm in a different yeah. place, right? And the prayer is always that that place is like better and more improved. Right. Yeah. But I think it's 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 like a cycle. Like mm-hmm. you may be doing really really well right now, mm-hmm. 
something comes fall off at you. Yeah. Because that's the that's the life, right? Right. Like, things happen and you what allows you to grow and change and make the make those shifts are the life things mm-hmm. that happen that knock you off, that, that you know shake your to... foundation yeah. a little bit. Um, it's not really the things that you oftentimes used to define, like your stability. Things you can control. Yeah. Right. That's what I was like. It's always going to be outside factors that happen to you when you think you have everything in order mm-hmm. that come at you. You know, like recently I was just in a car wreck last month where a guy T-boned me. He ran a four-way stop sign. You know, I'm mm-hmm. doing good. Like, I just bought my car in October. I'm like, you know, really bought my first car, like, on my own. And, you know, things are going good. I'm like, you know, I'm helping my mom plan her 50th birthday party. You know, a little stressed, but, you know, things are going well. And then, boom, you know, guy hits me. And so it's like, okay, now I have to figure out, am I going to have to get a new car? You know, you think things are going good, but it's like, are you stable enough? Like, do you have enough cash on hand where you can, you know, rely on other people and just stuff like that? So it's like, you may be stable at the moment, but something's going to shake you to where you have to really look and say, okay, am I prepared for what's happening next? Yeah, and and this is just kind of just, you know, open dialogue and... um, like I said, this is just these are just uh, talking points, rather, because um, there's actually one of them uh, can handle unexpected emergencies mm-hmm. slash expenses without you drastic. Around, you know what I'm saying? You know. But like, but like, but like, you can handle that without <laughs> yeah. drastic interruption. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, Not drastic. <laughs> right. And then well, like, how do you know when? Is there an age limit when you get there, or what? Like what? They're not there. It's six months of your. Oh well, I mean, Miranda. So, so I guess Miranda, since you are actually going through it uh, with the whole car situation, Mm -hmm. it was a drastic situation. But did it did it interrupt your lifestyle from that, or or were you able to bounce back kind of easily? Luckily, no. Um, I think that I was still like I didn't get I didn't have to miss any work because I didn't really have any bad injuries or anything like that. Um, and even if I did, like luckily, like you know, my job has like sick days and different things like that, so it would have been fine. Um, the only thing was, I guess, you know, I was thankful that I had a witness that stayed and was able to give his side of the story because what happens at four-way stop signs um, is if nobody is around to see it, they're going to call it 50-50 fault because they don't oh, know wow. who, mm. you know, they don't know who was in the wrong. So thankfully a witness stays. So like if y'all ever, you know, witness somebody in an accident like that, just make sure y'all can stay or give your information because it That's really is helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So luckily his insurance took fault for it. So I didn't have to pay anything. So, you know, you do have to think about that. Like if you're in an accident, you have, if you have a deductible, you either have to pay 250 or $500. So you do have to think about or a thousand yeah it just depends on, on what your, your deductible is your policy. so you know if if you know if that would have been my fault i would have been out luckily my deductible is 250 i would have had to pay 250 dollars out of pocket for them to you know fix my car and stuff like that um they did end up totaling it out and i was nervous like you know i have a loan on my car still like i owe seventeen thousand dollars on my car mm-hmm. and you know if they come back and um they say well we're only going to give you sixteen thousand dollars because that's how much the repairs are yeah. mm-hmm. you still have to pay that difference to you know cover your loan and you're out you know you're out that money so thankfully you know i have i had a honda so they really do hold their values shout the honda gang yeah honda gang. <laughs> <laughs> they gave <They're> me <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, ride you for life. Ride so. it, Ayla, ride to the wheels, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
<laughs> so I was thankful, you know, they didn't tow my car out, but they gave me well over, you know, what I paid for it. And so even after they pay my loan off, I'm still going to have like $7,000 left okay. to get a new car. And let me hold stuff. a dollar. Dang. Yeah. Hey, let me hold some. I got to buy a whole new car. Stable. Like. Stable. <laughs> <laughs> now, but, uh, speaking of that, uh, another element I wrote on the new list is having all insurance slash registration up to date. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, it'd be people riding dirty. Riding dirty. <laughs> and <laughs> I mean, I ain't gonna ride dirty. to y'all. I mean, we have. I've been there before. I mean, yeah. I mean, but but you know, but that goes back to the conversation about privilege and stuff, right? Yeah. I remember coming up, like being in my mama's car, not on her insurance and nothing, because we couldn't afford to do it. And I don't even know. Hell, we might not have had it. Yeah, to be honest. And yeah, yeah. Like that's a privilege. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I Everybody can't afford to get their tags renewed. Right. But I need my card to get but you gotta get yeah. I had a customer where I asked her about uh something related to insurance and yeah, she said I can't afford car insurance. So yeah. and that's and don't that's, 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 that's real. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Cause you'll be lucky if somebody will allow you to get insurance and then if you can't yep. get insurance uh-huh. they're gonna tax the hell out of you. Yep. Oh yeah. They're yeah. gonna text you like crazy. Yes. So and also while we're on this, dirty. so if if you you know been with your insurance carrier for a while, just shop around. Yeah, I was gonna say make sure you shop around. They do factor in your credit score too. Mm-hmm. That's what I learned. Um, yeah, shop around. Uh, they factor in where you live. Mm-hmm. They they look at your zip code, the amount of claims, and depend on unfortunately Nashville. Yeah, I did not know that. Yeah, so they factor in if it's a new car too. Uh huh. Now that I remember. Yeah, I was like, dang. You, you know, know I would, I, I would always car, recommend, especially you got an older car, get full coverage so that in case mm-hmm. something happens, it get totaled. Sports car, the color, the color, the color. Yeah, they said red cars. Yeah, don't get no red car. Uh huh. So I have a question for you, Garrison. How do you respond to people when they tell you like, I can't afford this? As you work at the bank, like, so you know that they're not stable, like, yeah. Because as we're thinking about it, I'm just like, how are we? Like how do you uh, that? So, working at the bank really opened my eyes to a lot of things. Uh, made me realize that my way of thinking or what I think is normal ain't normal. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, I come from a place of now privilege. Mm-hmm. It's hard when you realize that, right? Uh huh. Yeah. And it's 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 surreal sometimes and. The best that I can do is just advise. I I asked them many, many questions, you know, just related to the overall, like how they uh, handle certain things. Because let's say they can't afford a particular thing that they need. I asked them, well, what all do you spend your money on? Mm-hmm. And if they spend money on things that they necessarily don't need, let's say they got cable, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, you don't need cable. You need car insurance. You spend two hundred dollars on cable, you can, you can yeah. cut that and you know, but you know I I I'm, unfortunately I, I realize that I can't help everybody, which is the hard part because especially when you start you want to help everybody but you just can't, and the best you can do is just give the best advice you can, mm-hmm. and just hope that they can make adjustments uh, with what they got. Yeah. Because it's frustrating too when you try to help people, mm-hmm. yeah. 
we try to help people and they not trying to hear you right it's tough and then they come back and keep implanting them I'm like yo just yeah, you know you, like i gave you a tool <laughs> right, yeah. right i told you what you, you know. need to do and All i'm to die hard. Mm-hmm. well and and i'm not telling you this for no reason you know um but yeah when people get into a groove they they don't cuz some people might feel that cable is a necessity yeah, you know what I mean? I mean like like to some people too. they might think it's a necessity but but you know, you're not um, playing devil's advocate here when you aren't used to having anything like but some people that may be their just like a luxury yeah. you know what I'm saying like yeah. that's yeah. A, that's yeah. an outlet like mm-hmm. I can't yeah. do nothing else like <laughs> I had to when, learn it you know because yeah. I, I was the type to wear okay, if my money's low, like, I need to cut out everything that's going to please me, everything, mm-hmm. right? So I'm only going to have my basic needs, but mm-hmm. you have to think about, is that sustainable? Why? <laughs> because, like, if you don't have a balance of what brings you some type of pleasure, it's going to be even harder yeah. mm-hmm. to get out and, like, make sure your needs are met. So, yeah. no, I, I appreciate you playing devil's advocate, like, especially yeah. to underserved communities. It's mm-hmm. like, this is the one thing I can hold on to. Right, this is the one thing that, you know, makes me not think I'm in a bad place. Because I'm yeah. still competing. Okay. <laughs> I'm still, you know, just being real, it's like, I'm still, look, think, think about how I eat. I don't know about y'all, but I got, I got student loans. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Okay, like, it's real easy for me to yeah. um, defer me. Like, what we got to do? I'm not, but, but, you know, even when it comes to student loans, because me personally, people... You know, let's say uh, uh, the question is, oh, if you win the lottery or if you come across a lot of money, what you going to do with it first? A lot of people say, oh, I'm paying my student loan. Da, da, da. In, my, in my situation, well, first of all, I haven't paid student loans since uh, about it. Well, it's been like a year and a half now. Because mm-hmm. honestly, if I pay off my student loans now, my life won't really change. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's certain debts where you you know your your life will change mm-hmm. if you get rid of this credit card with this big ass balance. Yeah, I'm paying yep. this high ass minimum payment yeah. for nothing. I'm paying well, that. I disagree off with that because 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 <laughs> honestly, loans are hold, will hold you back from being a homeowner. Well, no, days. actually, they won't. So, I work I work in mortgage. Yeah, there you go. Because they had changed the law in 2015 where it used to be mm-hmm. um, count against your DTI the same way. So they say what, like does. 1%? We do, yeah, we calculate 1% of what your balance is. And that can hold a lot of us back. That yeah. One, no. Depending on how much you know, do you know how much yeah. 1%? Oh, wow. that it, I ended up paying off all of my other debt. Mm-hmm. Credit card, everything else, everything got my car note down to 100 and something dollars. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm feeling like a new woman. Mm-hmm. That student loans, student loans mm-hmm. that one percent, even if I have, um, even if they would have taken like my repayment, it still would have been very close to that one percent. Mm-hmm. That in and of itself, greatly in the Nashville market, let me also, yeah, I was gonna say, and it also depends clear, on yeah. the housing market, yeah, it depends on that. What that limited me to being approved, my credit score was in here, yeah, I did all of the things mm-hmm. just to be hit in the face with that to the point where my realtor. Who also worked really hard on like educating mm-hmm. her clients and stuff, connecting us with um, Linders. lenders yeah. and stuff who would actually talk us through the process mm-hmm. and explain it. It got to the point where it was like, I mean, if there is a way for us to figure out this student loan thing, mm-hmm. oh, we can get you exactly what you're wanting and what you're needing, but 
unless this changes because one percent for me will will easily be a thousand dollars and it's not including all of my other fixed bills that i that you, know, you got that yeah. i that i have mm-hmm. and right. in a market like nashville what you getting for that yeah. Oh yeah, and that's how now, like, usually houses are starting in like three hundred thousand dollars. So in your situation, yeah, yeah. So in your situation, that is a little different because you know you were uh, you know looking to buy a home, but I'm just speaking to let's say someone who wasn't buying a home and like I said, I'm, you know, with the loans being a deferment, oh, yeah, X, Y, and Z, because like because the thing is. is <laughs> And I'm also, like, cancel them to the line. Right. Not trying not, to say. I am waiting. Hey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm waiting. I'm not. And, and oh, listening, y'all, y'all need to do the income driven repayment because I know some people. I know some people some paying. Started making more money and they, they yeah. shut up. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because right. it's, a, it's a percentage of what you make because you got to update it every year. And then I, 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 I wasn't able. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't able. I didn't shut my shit up from like. Twenty dollars to like I don't know five hundred or something. Ooh, For I real? Yeah, I cannot. I, the last time I'm like, I was let me just pay what I want to pay. Yeah, that's it was, yeah, yeah. And, and it, it wasn't like a a like like a calm you in. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't like went it was from like, twenty to fifty to hundred. It went from like twenty dollars mm-hmm. to like five hundred. Yeah. So initially, Ooh. when I was fresh out, they wanted like four sixty for me. Y'all said no. Yeah. I cannot do that. It's like you know you but just then, got out of school. It's like you haven't got you haven't really gotten a career established yet and a groove of yeah. It's like, like how y'all expect us? Yeah. yeah as a matter of fact, five hundred dollars now. Especially cost of living is so high. high yeah. Right now. The last I paid, I think mine was at one ninety two. I wouldn't have been paid it. But like, but like, not, nah, but like that's that that's like what it went it's to. Too close to too much. Um, because it's not because it's like. My interest, you know what I'm yeah. saying? That's what that's why I'm like, it's like I'm not even paying I'm the principal, the I'm paying the interest. Yeah, it's yeah. like I'll stay until the Lord puts it on somebody's heart to cancel some loans mm-hmm. or I die and my dick come with me, <laughs> yeah. right? Because they like, yeah. I some, or I leave my children if I ever have enough to just y'all gonna pay it off, you know. But you a little t- extra in life insurance. Mm-hmm. But I know you were yeah. talking about like if you won the lottery, what what would you like pay off or anything like that? Yeah. 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 Honestly, because I that'll be last on my list. That's the last thing. That's the last thing on my list. That's the only really real debt that I got. So yeah, I, I would definitely pay those off for sure because mm-hmm. I feel like it depends. On it would open up door more doors for me because hell, I should have a damn eight fifty credit score if I do that. At this point, when you get that cash, I'm just, I'm just gonna buy the house in cash. Y'all ain't got. <laughs> Yeah, you wouldn't even have yeah, to pay. Yeah, you would like mortgage. Nope, nope. I am not. Yeah, y'all even gotta run my credit. All right, here's the money. Yeah, millionaire or not. All right, you never see that money, government. Y'all should never give us those student loans for school. Never done it. But I put, uh, you know, when when you, when you stable, you got a sense of calmness and confidence when it comes to just yeah, because when things are day going, to day, so you don't have anything to really worry about. Or you know, like you you're you're prepped for an emergency. Um, uh, good judgment, and you know when to say no. That's a big one. That is. Boundaries. You gotta look. Mm-hmm. You gotta know when to say no, cause that's a mental stability thing. Yeah. Cause sometimes you know people have like people ask you for money. Yes. How do you how do you how do you respond to that? I think 
does it? I think it for me. It I'm talking about people who are not family. <laughs> Oh, like somebody's just on the street, like your friend, or like or? a friend, maybe. I mean, yeah, for I'm me, a I'm a giver. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, my rule of thumb when any type of giving that I do is I don't give what I can't afford to lose. Right, because I don't expect it. Which back. is, which yeah. is like, yeah. Tell me you're gonna give it back to me. Cool, great, mm-hmm. but I'm not. I'm not gonna give you. Yeah, I'm more than I it. have mm-hmm. to like. If I'm gonna miss right. it, yeah, I can't give it to you. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, cause then, cause then, right, cause then, yeah. I'm trying to hound you, hound you down, right? And I need it. Like, hey, yeah. you said you're gonna pay me back in two weeks. Like, we're yeah, yeah. I'm not even like gonna worry it. about it. I'm gonna just yeah. like, yeah, here's the money. Also, I'm not gonna miss it. So right. If I don't get it back, it's whatever. No, even if somebody asks me for a lot of money, like if you asking me for five hundred, I I may have it, but I know that that may not be something that I can it's afford to yeah. like lose. I may give you a hundred, like mm-hmm. that, you know, like. I can't. Yes, I can do what I can. Yeah, yeah. I can do what I can. And honestly, what I do, I'll I'll question them. I'm like, how do you plan on paying me back? Because mm-hmm. I'll listen to you first. But, you know, it's just like at work. You know, we like, don't. Sounds like a work change. But like, we don't we don't give people money who we don't think can pay it back. So I'm right, like, hey, right. how do you like? All right, are you gonna pay me back in like a month, two months? Just let me know so that I can be prepared yeah. versus give blindly and then have to ask you hey so what about my money yeah see for me if you have to already ask those types which it's nothing wrong with asking those questions but if you feel like you have to ask them up front mm-hmm. you probably don't need to give them yeah money. well i mean i feel like those are necessary questions regardless of the fact because even the people who i feel because sometimes it's people who you wouldn't expect to ask you money for money and you know that they're capable but i just need to know from you i'm mm-hmm. like hey what can you afford to give me back? Because I actually did this. Um, like my mentor, I borrowed two thousand dollars from him, mm-hmm. wow. and he asked me. He said, "Look, what can you afford?" Matter of fact, we put it on a two-year yeah. term. He actually had a uh, printed document. We both signed. He said, hey, "Oh, if you don't pay me back, then I, you know, I'll take it to court." Basically, yeah. Um, That's like your ways. Yeah. And then he even listed, he said, hey, you have a grace period of three to five days after our agreed date. Yeah, that you're supposed to pay this payment. And I I paid him back. Matter of fact, I paid him back early, mm-hmm. which built my personal credit with him. So now that he'll do it again. Yeah. Oh, an amount like that, for sure. I yeah. Was, I wasn't yeah. thinking like, yeah. I wasn't thinking, I've been thinking like, like you said, like a couple hundred dollars. Like, they're like, like, let me borrow $200. I and I'll be like, $2,000 yeah. to just be throwing it. <laughs> yeah. In that, in that case, it's super stable because yeah, so, okay, I'd have to at least have $10,000 in my savings account before I let 2000 of it go. Right. I'm like, <laughs> right. I can't, I can't. But just, but just looking back on that situation, I was just thankful to have a mentor that I can, because I didn't want to go the like go to advanced financial or yeah. go to a high, high interest loan. Matter of fact, mm-hmm. that two thousand gave me it was no interest. Yeah, like, like he just he just said just, just just pay me back. Yeah, the, the exact it's amount. Nice to have like stable friends in yeah, your life. Yeah, yeah. 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 And uh, uh huh. And then one last thing I put is uh having your bills on auto draft. Means you're stable. That's no, never gonna be. No, no, I like to pay it myself. <laughs> I love auto draft. I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I love auto draft. Giving me PTSD. I 
PTSD. Yeah. I let my life on holiday. I don't have like yeah. having some bad experience. Do you get some discounts? With it, I, some no. places. Because if you've been in a situation where you're not making a whole bunch of money to be in abundance and you've had a company screw you over and take too much money out, they not they real quick to take that money out, but they're not that quick to, to put the money back in. Yep. And I've been in situations where I've been in a damn bind with other bills mm-hmm. because somebody else, yeah. another company messed up and snatched too much money out of yeah. their account. Or yeah. they'll take it out early. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Only, I look, kinda, yeah. I only recommend more than they're supposed to charge mm-hmm. and all this type of stuff. So yeah, I only recommend auto draft if you if you get a discount. I like that. Well, like that you get a discount. that and no, if if, if you're disciplined enough to have you know to make sure that it's there. Uh, I yeah, keep, I keep a bill book. I've now, been in, you I've know. Been in both situations, and mm-hmm. I write. I still write all of my bills down, do like too. at oh, the yeah. beginning of the month. But I, I will say, cash flow. I prefer yeah. being in a state where my bills are on auto draft. So, mm-hmm. like now, my phone bills back on auto draft. Like, yeah. I don't have to. My light bills on auto draft. Like, That's I love morning. having them on auto draft. Mm-hmm. But also, I have been in places where I was mentally like fairly stable, but also my money wasn't. Ma- you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, so I understand like. Not everybody is there at every point, especially yeah. think about a global pandemic. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. and just like y'all said earlier, how things change, you no, know, we're ever changing. I mean, mm-hmm. before I had stuff on auto drive, I would legit forget sometimes. Yeah. Like, oh shit! And then you know, because I get the email saying, "Hey, your your payment's late." I'm like, "Fuck." Don't yeah, let, don't let work be busy less. that way. Right. You, you know got what I'm saying? Money, right? Because sometimes, sometimes you 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 literally just forget sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like I do the opposite, like. Cause I have some bills that are on auto. My, mm-hmm. like my bills that I know for a fact they're they don't change. Right. They've never had a history. Yep. Those fixed. Missing anything. Mm-hmm. There's very few of those. Um, but I feel like if I were to put all of my bills on auto draft, that would cause me to just because I'm not thinking. I'm not mm-hmm. having to be conscious about it. Like it's just coming out. Whereas the way that I operate now, I keep a log. Like I literally mm-hmm. write stuff down and I'm checking off. I got my dates. I do this every single month and I check off my bills mm-hmm. as I pay them. And that is my routine and my habit. Mm-hmm. So it keeps me thinking about the money that's going in and coming out. Mm-hmm. I'm a lot more cognizant. Whereas mm-hmm. I, if I just had my stuff just auto draft and hell, I feel like I ain't never really got it. <laughs> I, I know how my like brain is really yeah. engaged in the process. Yeah. yeah. I would probably barely ever check my stuff. And yeah. then if something does go wrong, mm-hmm. yeah, now man. I got to go through this whole thing to mm-hmm. figure it out because I haven't been yeah. paying attention. Yeah. I. I have an email. It's a monthly email. Mm-hmm. It's a reminder. Yeah. Of when bill like bills come out. Yeah. On my banking app, it does that. Like I have mine set up like on this thing called Cashflow. Like all my bills yeah. that come out. Like the, so, the like, uh, insights. Uh huh. And then so like on like that like when my paydays are on there, and then like each uh-huh. day has like what bill is due, and then like it sends me a text message like, yep. "Hey, this bill is due in five days." So I'm uh-huh. like, "Cool. Let me just go on and log in now. Yep. Set it for the day. Schedule so it. <laughs> yep. So I don't ever forget." Yeah, so definitely most most major banks they have a um a little insight tab. Yeah, some insight tab where you can add even your other accounts. Yep, you can add from um, your are scheduled to be fourteen dollars over this budget. Yeah, yeah, like it lets you know, like yeah, you in the negative. Yeah, because or... there are tools out there and, and you set when you get paid, so it gives you an outlook of how your money's gonna look. Mm-hmm. And just um just advice if you do want to do auto draft i'll recommend beefing up your checking account like put maybe some of what you got in savings in your checking account so that regardless of what comes out it's not going to be overdrawn Mm -hmm. Um, but you have to put it in a certain 
you got to know, you got to figure out your budget. And then after expenses, what you got, you got to know what you got and then just add maybe an extra buffer on top of that in case of mishaps if they draw too much money, things like that. Also, you need to link your account for overdraft protection, whether you got a credit card with them or, you know, it's ways to protect. And yeah, now I just, I, I have an email that lets me know when the draft is going to come. Like AT&T. All right. I know it's coming out. Like, <laughs> no, I, I, get, I get the email notification you know. for all my stuff. I get, I put it in my calendar and I write mm-hmm. it down. Like, mm-hmm. I do, I got checks and balances. Because one thing I don't play about is making sure my bills are paid. Right. Yeah. If yeah. I don't care if I am eating crumbs <laughs> out of the <laughs> bottom <laughs> of right. a cracker bag. I don't care. Right. If like my bills I'm are having paid. to yeah. wash if my drawers in the out, sink. Yeah. I don't care. My bills are going to be paid. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I think now, I, which I've always been like that, but I also went through a phase like two years ago where I was struggling to pay yeah. my bills. Speaking to the mic. Like, I was struggling to pay my bills. So now I'm like, to be back in the in the flow of it, I'm like, it has to be auto-draft yeah. and written down. So I'm with mm-hmm. you on checks and balances. Mm-hmm. Like, Do you have a checkbook? I have I, one, I don't use it. it. I do have a checkbook. Yeah. I used to use it to pay rent. I still I write checks. Use, I, I use it to like, because I bank with like a credit union, so I use it to like write myself checks to pay my car note to mm-hmm. pay my credit yep. union. I feel like a big girl when I use checks. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, I still use checks. My apartment doesn't take them anymore, but that's what yeah. I used to do. Drop it off. Yeah, but they don't. Yeah. They don't want to take your check because sometimes some online payment for your rent be charging Charge more. I'm not gonna pay another dollar and thirty five cents. No, it was an extra one fifty where I was staying. Yeah, my apartment that's the only way to fly online. Yes, to pay online. Was it like using a credit card? Or was that your bank account? No, it was like the bank account. Either way, wow. what? Some of, some of the systems are like that for my yeah. current apartment. It's, it's wow. probably about $20 wow. extra for it to come out of my bank. Yeah. And even yeah. more if I pay with a credit card. Yeah. Yeah. So now, since we're getting on that, um, so luckily for my spot, they don't charge for like a, a, a draft from the mm-hmm. bank account. But you know, me trying to get savvy. Oh, let me just pay rent on my credit card, get these points. And that's like an extra 20%. Well, like, I'm like, like, God yeah, damn. I did that for, I did do that when I was trying to get yeah. my waste points. Yeah. I was like, I paid this one. She was speaking of. For, the, for these points. Yeah. yeah. I sure did. So, yeah, I mean, if y'all savvy, matter of <laughs> fact, that was one of my other topics. Yeah, I mean, one I of. I remember, I think like some places it was like 10% credit card charge fee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't know it was 20%. That's crazy. Like, yeah, so. Yeah. Yep, I ran it up mm-hmm. for these points. Yeah, so yeah, another part about being young and stable is utilizing like your perks and benefits mm-hmm. and using it to your advantage. Because yeah. yeah, like yeah, pay rent, get you them. Because uh, if you get two point five dollars spent, you pay rent. That's double every time. Right. And I always wanted to get to that point where I'm like, you know, sometimes when I help like people who buy homes, like you know, it's like their bank statements are like so short. It's because you see like a Chase credit card pay. For, oh yeah. Like, Twenty six hundred dollars. I'm like, dang, yeah. they put everything on their credit card and that's get all my money. Yeah, pay. that's what I do. That's what I'm trying to get. I want to get to that. That's, that's what I do. To yeah. feel comfortable enough to just put everything on my credit card and then just, just pay, pay it off. Yeah. yeah. Each now, week. now yeah. that you takes a lot of discipline. That takes a lot. I ain't gonna lie to you because I because I currently do that. And just my strategy is every every other week I don't plan to spend. X amount because I, I know if it gets over, I'm like, oh shit. Like, <laughs> if I need it, I'm a. The only people I know who do that are people who, like, 
is an accountant. Yeah, or they, they work in finance. Or just or, because because I, I have a really close friend. They're just yeah. They've learned. They know the system. Yeah, because yeah, because the thing is, it's. It's like right, I'm paying these bills regardless, right? Right. But it's like let it's me. Same money. It, it's it's six it's on hand, half a dozen others. So yeah, it's just it's that one lump sum. I think it's, it's start, that like, like seeing that one lump sum. Yeah, yeah. Because when it's thing. coming out of your, you know, directly at your bank, it looks like the small chunks. But when you put it in a car, and then you got to drop all of that. Out one of payment, yeah, and yeah. You, you're seeing that big lump sum. It, that's what makes. Now I ain't gonna lie. So <laughs> I went to Miami, and as y'all know, in Miami they don't split checks down there. No. So luckily, probably being young and stable, I had a, <laughs> you know, I had a credit card with a decent limit to where I said, "Y'all just cash at me, Venmo, whatever." And I, I literally put everything on my credit card. You know, I put everything on my credit card. I got back Nashville, and when I made that payment, you know, money was coming in from. Yeah. But yeah, like sometimes it's mental because you're like, damn, like mm-hmm. this shit getting this shit getting up there. Yeah. But once you pay that shit off, you're like, all right, cool. Probably and like it washes out, card, y'all. So when you take group trips and stuff, you can use your cash app card. I don't know about Venmo. Probably similarly, mm-hmm. you can use it like a credit card, so you can have everybody just Venmo you instead of having to like transfer the money and all that. When it the bill comes, everybody's sending you their money right then and there. You hand in the cash app card; it comes directly from your cash app, and you are good. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's, I, I know I that. Actually, have like some of the smaller bills that I have, like the insignificant ones. Mm-hmm. I have them come off my cash, your cash app card. card. Yeah, because I know, I know yeah. we have a cash it's, app they card. They use it. Mm-hmm. It's low key like another savings account. It is. Yeah, like, it's like an emergency yeah. fund too. Where like they sure do. Yeah, you get like cash back or something like that. Cash back rewards. Yeah. Now I will say, just you know, we're you know, especially us, we're pushing thirty or just turned thirty. <laughs> Shout out to Kenny. Like, right, you go. But uh, I will recommend because even my cousin told me this years ago, and I was looking at him crazy. But you know, if you do have a credit card, make sure you 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 increase your limit to where, um, you know, you can handle. Well, not even you handle, but just if things do come up, you can put it on there. Whether it be trips, mm-hmm. um, in case you have to do like a Miami situation where you put it on the card, they pay you back. Make sure you have a credit card that can handle that limit. I mean, handle those expenses to where you don't have to worry. Uh, because it's definitely helped me personally. And because um, with my limit, I will never, ever in my life spend that much. Yeah. At least I will pray I won't have to. You hope, that you hope you don't have but, to. But, but it's come up. Right. What do you mean? What? Oh, it's your limit. I'll tell you. I'll, I'll you got a black card? It is black, and it is. <laughs> it is black, but, but it's it unlimited. But 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 just but just but just know that with the limit, <laughs> I'll be cool. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I I I call those the the grown folks limit. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay, grown folks. Wait, look. Not real talk, cause, like, cause see, see, look, the thing is, I'm trying to make sure like we good. Yeah. I'm know, trying to have everybody. I'm, I'm trying to have. I'm trying to have everybody like that. Some loans. Okay. If you, stop, stop, some loans. Turning, stop turning your people down. <laughs> I don't look. I don't turn them down, but it's only so much I can do with like a five forty though. You know what I mean? Man, you can man. Look, 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 man, come on. Man. <laughs> come on, man. 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 Come
tomorrow, babe. You can repair that credit. Nah, but you know. actually, actually, the key is to catch you early so that we only have to fix it. You know, you already know systemically what's up while you winging. Oh, yeah, I already know because cause folks, <laughs> folks, mamas be using their socials to get them a Macy's card during Christmas so they, get, so, so they can have a good Christmas. That's paying that light bill. be funny, but that's real. No, no, but that, no, that's, 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 no, that, that is real life. poverty. Two-year-olds with, oh, yeah. I want to make sure you're keeping the main thing the back. Folks, yeah, yeah, folks 16 will shock credit scores mm-hmm. already no i've definitely seen uh, oh, yeah we had a, a, oh, client, yeah. a borrower that was getting a loan and like sometimes like we, we're like clearing credit alerts like there was one that says like had credit established before like the like the year they was like born i was like wait a minute what like yeah. it'll be like say they were born like 1992 but maybe they had like credit in like 1993 like it says like before it was issued or something like that uh-huh. it was like they were one years old so technically like they're saying like their credit was established before they were you know old enough so it says mm-hmm. before they were born it's really weird but yeah. i'm like you'll see like stuff on their credit report uh-huh. from like 1993 and they were born in 92 like yeah, like, what the yeah. Hell? <laughs> like, pro it, it, tip for those of you who have kids a way to build your children's credit is to add them as an authorized user to mm-hmm. your credit cards. You ain't got to get them the card. Right, that yeah. That is the way to yeah. get them. Yeah, we talk about, uh-huh. By yeah. the time that they are mm-hmm. actually, you know, ready to buy a mm-hmm. car or a house rent, they got to establish credit. Yeah. And also, to tag along with that, make sure that if you do add them, because I know certain institutions, they don't ask them for their social, and I realized that if you add someone as an authorized user and it doesn't ask them for their social... It's not gonna report, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm I've never I've never added a, a user and it not asked me for. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, with, with with Capital One, they don't ask you, they, they don't ask for the person's social. But I know with like Bank of America, they will and it reports. It reports, mm-hmm. yeah, it has to. Report. I know um, um, American Express does. Mm-hmm. Wait, you, you got an Amex? Let me hold a dollar, dang. <laughs> you balling over there? You get approved for an Amex? Uh, Twenty thousand dollar limit. I need to be asking you to host them. Shoot, you the one with the thirty thousand dollar limit. You turn thirty, and you got a thirty thousand dollar limit. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't finna give me <laughs> talk about my financial. Uh, I guess what with a credit card is zero percent liability. So in case you get robbed, you know, just file that claim. They got you. But um, I'm not trying to get robbed. Period. Anything else on the youngest table? Mm-hmm. Well, actually, so so last so last part with the youngest table. Uh, how do y'all feel, or what's y'all perception of men who are who y'all view as uh, stable? Mm-hmm. Is it a turn on, or let's say he got roommates? Like, what is that? I'm having a hard time with the word stable or something. <laughs> I, I know, know stable is uh, it's 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 a relative stable. I guess stable stable in, in my terms is you can take care of yourself uh, efficiently without struggle i guess that's my definition in a nutshell because some people you got to kind of give them a little push they they have to have certain assistance because y'all be because y'all be because y'all be taking care of these men financially y'all Mm-hmm. Um, Plus, got your drive and determination gotta match mine at a minimum. Like we ne- we're not gonna do that. Y'all never right? fell for I'm, the. I'm not gonna expect you to pay my bills. Y'all never fell for the potential. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm not gonna financially. What, what about guys with potential? You know, y'all, 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 y'all love potential. He needs help. 
financially like where he needs i mean this is just a moment right now you know it's a moment he might be down but you know you see the potential he might i think it's this is like he might most he might break through like say they see you on social media or something like that and they see what kind of caliber you're at if you don't feel like you're on my type of level why approach me like and you're trying to build something it's kind of how i see it i mean it's It's like you see what type of stuff that we be doing. I don't know. But what if like you like him and then he finally confides in you that he might be struggling a little bit? What do you do? I'm I'm not I'm not paying his bills, <laughs> but we can you know, we can I try support to, you in figure yeah how to me, figure it so out. Different if, if some if a person man or woman is like in a situation where they know because life had things happen, right. but they're yeah. conscious of that that like I'm in a bind and then and they're actively trying to do something about it to get that's better. Something, yeah, that's, yeah, that's different to me. Like there's a difference because I do I do respect versus effort. Somebody yeah. who just chilling and it's like you know you couldn't pay a couple of bills last bills last month but you pulling up to happy hour you going mm-hmm. you know you like at, you're not trying you to make a Minerva or whatever and it happens a, a lot you know what yeah. I'm saying like, it happens like, a lot crying about it last that happens a lot men yeah, men and that's, women that happens a lot yeah. yeah and that's that's unattractive and that feels immature but like right. a person who might be on hard that's trying it trying to yeah, fix it actually yeah really trying and because that could be for a number of different reasons why a person is struggling. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't necessarily automatically knock somebody that's not at a really strong. Cause I, I've been there. We probably all have been there. Like mm-hmm. we all went to college and stuff. We've been broken. We had to make that 20 stretch. <laughs> yep. yeah. yeah. But you know, just, just related to today's, you know, how we're living today. I'm not actively looking for a broke man. Well, no, I, I mean, <laughs> well, no, I'm not saying you're, you're looking for a broke man, but just knowing what you know today and what you've been through and how you've grown. I think it's just, like we said, depending you know. on how they're trying to rectify the situation. Yeah, I would say I see potential because I see people. Like, I work yeah. with people. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. as a teacher, like, it is natural for me to see potential. And I think that there have been situations where I have fallen for somebody with potential, but it's not always my Fellas, time. fellas. But it's not always... D- don't play me. Fellas. <laughs> but it's not always monetarily yeah. where you yeah. see that yeah. potential. Where they I think that. Yeah. Not, I think that, like... Typically we, not where we, we go Yeah, it's not, it's not that where we're looking at the potential. It's not, you know, most of the time. Video. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, But I think that you have to also know where <laughs> you are because... Like, you, ha- you have to know where you are. Because yeah. at the end of the day, like, you feel like you're in a great place. You see yourself as above average. But a certain type of woman sees you as having potential. That is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you look at yourself point. as able. But there are women who. CEOs and she. CEOs. Right. Child's play. Yeah. Which, you know? so, which I mean, is. I think it's just like, especially natural. It's, it's just in your perspective and, like, mm-hmm. your purview sure. at that moment. But I think all of us in this room have probably seen potential in somebody, mm-hmm. regardless of whether it was monetarily or not. Right. Um, but it's all in like, like you said, how, what are they doing? I guess it matters on, yeah. on the certain plateau of the potential. Um, yeah, from a male perspective, what's, what, what does it look like to you for a woman? Uh, from a male perspective, um, mm, <laughs> see, I'm not, I'm not, I'm <laughs> not, did you check in or not? Well, well, first of all, if I like you, I will do things for you. There you go. Yeah. You know. 
That's all about you like somebody. It's sounds it sounds cliche, but for both sexes, yeah. Oh yeah, it is that simple. It just depends on how much I like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but it's now at this age, you just have to be at least at a certain point. You know, I'm not trying to build someone up. I I mean, if we meet at certain common ground, then yeah, we can go from there. Because it's one thing to build from the ground up Mm -hmm. versus. We're both like here and trying to move even further. Um, sure, that's why I say you got to be just be mindful of like where that person is, but mm-hmm. you also got to yeah. understand like even us in this room, if we if it wasn't something similar about us, we wouldn't be here. And mm-hmm. so, like, my area of potential may be different than yours, vice versa. Yeah. You may be stable in that arena, mm-hmm. but I'm stable in this arena. And I think that we can when help each other. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. In terms of a relationship. Right. And yeah. not just like, oh, I'm trying to spend some money on you, girl. I'm trying to have sex with you. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. when you really look at it, I think it, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think that it's it's a little deeper than yeah. just what it looks like on paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that's a great example. Like, you know, for those in the room, you know, we're not at square one you know yeah. we're um you know just related back to the job so it's people who i can work with like we can make some shake mm-hmm. and then some people was like all right let's do this first and then once you do that then we can get you there so it's just that's just kind of in general with like you know certain people it's certain people where you can work with them where they at mm-hmm and move forward some people you have to take more time um you gotta take more steps for them to get where you need them to be to even get to that certain level because it just depends on where they're at yeah and 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 just as an yeah yeah and just being who you are now you have to decide if you want to deal with that that. that's what mainly what i was trying to get at yeah because you you know like we all like you might own your own side business you're doing this and that but then you come and like you don't have any driver determination Mm -hmm. like you don't you know you don't have any goals that you want to do but it's like you want to come and like be a leech like i don't i don't you know like yes but i like to uplift and help other people you know get to where they want to go but it's like okay i got a lot going on for myself i can't necessarily you know hold your hand to Mm -hmm. do everything it's like you have to come with something you know within yourself that you want to do better it's just good when two individuals come together you know yes yeah 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 yeah. because two halves the individual come together and it's still not gonna make right don't if you don't already have an awareness or know yourself at least you're actively working towards it because if you got broken people or Mm -hmm. people who are not Mm -hmm. have not spent the time putting in the work to identify their wants and needs Mm -hmm. it's potential to be a chain wreck or just a lot harder than it has to be yeah draining and and just be with people who bring out the best in you right um because people are different with different people Mm mm-hmm um, because you might have you know one person they were toxic, but then that same person was in a toxic situation. They get with someone else. It's great, right? You know, and I just feel the relationships they all go through their challenges, but I believe it should be more happiness than sorrow. Because you know a lot of times if you if you're fighting to make it work constantly, then it's like, ah. and it's not supposed to work. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, it's, it's not fun when you're trying to beg someone to act right. What is he supposed to do? Mm, that sounds personal. 
just <laughs> just 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 from what I've seen. You know, Listen, I'm, 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 I'm for real. No, right. I'm, I'm serious. Like I feel it. No, it's it's real life. That's yeah. why I'm you know, like, you want to talk about it? Yeah, I mean, you know, it. it <laughs> we all we all go through our situations and like being somebody to love you. How you want to be loved? Yeah. I've, been, I've been there. It's mm-hmm. not yeah. fun. Mm-hmm. And when you're in it, it's hard to see the clarity of it Just to look at yourself and uh-huh. see like okay how am i contributing to this right yeah because sometimes you have to have that awakening moment um typically it's it's uh with uh self-love you know once you realize like i don't deserve this shit yeah like wait wait like, hold on i don't deserve this shit yeah. and you, you have you're like hell no nah. it's very 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 like i don't treat well. myself Right, so why yeah. should I deal with you that's treating me this way? way. Yeah, that's Acknowledging why I, what you deserve, and uh-huh. it's not talking about like they, they, like you gotta do the work. And I yeah. think like men yeah. and women alike, like gotta focus on doing the work because yeah. that trauma starts manifesting in different mm-hmm. ways in all of your relationships, and we're not, not just romantically. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if you aren't actively trying to improving those areas or identify like your traumas and, and all of the things again it just makes it makes it so much harder you're gonna constantly you be accept, triggered you're, right you're gonna be triggered constantly or you, and then you find yourself accepting things that mm-hmm. you right shouldn't, that you mm-hmm. should mm-hmm. um, dealing with Look, things fine. and you don't know why no. and all of the things <laughs> and yeah it's yeah. just like relationships are not meant to be easy but i also don't think they're supposed to be hard they're not supposed to be hard yeah so great segue because we're gonna just talk about receiving love then we'll just end it because we've been pining for a little minute and it will just like this is good enough but um but but just yeah receiving love um i always tell like if i'm involved with someone i do things for them you know they say thank you but I follow up with, you deserve it, because mm-hmm. that that matters. Mm-hmm. Um, it can help past traumas. You know, constant reassurances is important too. I know my, you know, me personally, my love language is words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like to, duty. I like to hear shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're you're giving love giving in the way that you right. like yeah. to receive yeah. love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's it's. It just always uh, confused me sometimes. But I guess it's because I'm I'm aware of you know my own self love now and you know just why someone would because I always ask would you have a friend who's just mean to you all the time mm-hmm. like just a friend you probably wouldn't you know like man I ain't trying to fool them like they they mean to me right yet they you know someone's supposed to love them and intimate with them they accept it but it's 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 a lot that deals with it because. It's multiple emotions, and if sex is involved, and time, because a lot of times time right. can hold you back too. A lot of people hold you back, like, man, we went went through all this, you just gonna let it go? Like, if and then like now you like, ah. <laughs> like you can't hold on to things that no longer serve you. Because that's toxic too when people use time against you mm-hmm. to keep you. Because just because we've been doing it for a while, don't mean it's right. Okay, you know. Like you said, so like when you're asking like how do you receive love, I just I always think back like everybody receives love differently because you mm-hmm. know maybe it starts with how you were raised, like maybe mm-hmm. you know how you you know how your parents gave you love, and so maybe you expect that from someone else because that's you know all you've known. So yeah. I just think like when you're talking to like your partner, and like you know we always talk about how doing the five love languages is always a good you know segue or like starting point to see you know 
how that person wants to be loved. And it's just a conversation. Yeah. Because my love languages are quality time and physical touch. So it's like, I just, like, me being happy and receiving, like, someone's love is, like, knowing that you're, like, here with me, you know, or just, you know, doing things that we both enjoy together. Actually. necessarily be giving gifts and stuff like that. Yeah, actually being there. Right. Because a lot of times with the absent folks, they kind of make up for gifts. Mm Mm-hmm. And me, I'm not really a big gift giver, nor, well, really receiver. Because I think gifts are just, for me, I mean, it's it's cool, but it just kind of reminds me of that kid who didn't really get love, but they got everything. You know, oh, well, we get you everything and da-da-da. But in reality, they're like, man, I want these mm-hmm. gifts. Like, just be here for Spend me. Time. That's yeah. why it's important to have the conversations. And I think that goes for all relationships that you have. Because me and my friends, we talk about it. Um, because like you said, your childhood shapes a lot of that. And sometimes mm-hmm. that can define your, like change your love language. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure as a kid, my love language was likely like words of affirmation and physical mm-hmm. touch. <laughs> because I love telling people I love them. I love giving people hugs and kisses mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. things happened and I was not being shown love in that way mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I had to shift the way that I operated in order to feel love yeah. so I grew up and physical touch is like at the bottom for me yeah. it's like I don't I don't even I mean I like you know if I'm if I'm have a partner and I'm really into them and stuff like I'm totally fine if they're hugging and kissing me or whatever mm-hmm. and up under them but I'm not gonna be consciously doing those things yeah and I've been in a situation where that was difficult in a relationship because that was something that my partner needed. But we both were getting introduced to love languages and all that stuff. At that time, I didn't have the complete understanding and awareness of that. Like, oh, I need to give this person in in the way that they receive. Mm-hmm. And if they, do, the and if they give receive. it the way that I receive, then we both would be fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Neither one of us had had that level of awareness, but it was like, that was something that was work for me to mm-hmm. do yeah. <laughs> because it was so on the bottom of my list. And I think with love languages, regardless of what yours is, it we all have to be cognizant of that with all of the different people that mm-hmm. we're dealing with. Because mm-hmm. you have to shift Even and parents. adapt it. Yeah. All of your relationships. Because yeah. we all have different love languages. Have different needs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it definitely stems from the parental relationships. Mm-hmm. And then as we grow, one thing that my friends and I have been talking about is how once you get to a certain age, you're teaching your parents. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And sure. so, like, oh, absolutely. And so, ah. even. <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of black people go through my that, too. You are. know, and well, so, like a lot of. My child at this point. But, but also, <laughs> exactly. And so, you think about, like, what was my love language at that point, but also, like, when you ask them what theirs is, they may not know because mm-hmm. they're so used to, especially if, depending on how your parents were when you grew up, mm-hmm. most of our parents were worried about needs and providing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so like that the- comes across in our relationships. And so yep. like, mm-hmm. if I would have taken love languages five years ago, physical touch is at the bottom. Whereas now I see the value in that. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it's like once you have looked at like, what are the voids that I have? What trauma do I have? Mm-hmm. And you mm-hmm. have taken the time to commit and work through it for yourself and then feel yourself in that way. Right. Mm-hmm. Then it's easier to receive it from somebody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you're not necessarily like needing I that don't need it. It's, yeah. I, I, mm-hmm. like, I, I do that, that, I do that for myself. Yeah. Right. And like, you want to give it to me? Like, wow, that's thank nice. you. Right. Now I can receive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's a yeah. good point. And unfortunately, uh, you know, my mom, she born in 1960. Um, They didn't really... 
Well, I'm just saying during their time period, they didn't. They didn't. Hey, what's wrong? What's wrong? No, no, no. Well, that was that was kind of a dramatic pause. But unfortunately for that generation, uh, feelings and emotions wasn't. Yeah, yeah, that was wasn't wasn't important. Right, yeah. it was survival. For All right, because sure. especially especially with, with men, they like nigga. Wait, you wait, you, you feel away about man, if you don't, like they yeah. they disregard the feeling. Yeah, yeah. And now we're in a space yeah, where too. you know the world's more sensitive, mm-hmm. and you know the world is acknowledging that now. But yeah, back in the day, people didn't care about feelings, especially yeah. in, the, in the black community. Like. As a generation of having to actively unlearn, I know I'm gonna speak for myself. Mm-hmm. I yeah. know I had to learn how to feel. Same. Mm. And that was the journey in and of itself. Like to 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 really like. I guess it's not that I didn't know how to feel, but to be okay with that's a different way of putting. To be okay with what I was feeling mm-hmm. and to mm. express those feelings and to express them in healthy ways. Because when I would express them. They would, they would get expressed, but it wasn't necessarily in the was very, It was very passionate. And <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of explosive in my lifetime. But sure. it's because, you know, yeah. you get all of that generational, tra- unspoken generational trauma mm-hmm. that's getting passed down to you and you're operating in ways and you don't even yeah. know why you're operating. Yeah, I'm going to say it too, a lot of older black folks didn't even talk about it. Right. Yeah. Still yeah. That's, and then Still they taught us how. What that, at least for me that I was like my dad my dad was born that a silent late battle 50s, right? <laughs> and that was it was like you don't talk about these things you suck it up you you, mm-hmm. you suck it up right. that's what I you that, gotta go to work tomorrow that's how I was my daddy told suck me to yep. suck it up and walk to the house yep. yeah like that's 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 yeah. shake it off <laughs> shake it off yeah it was shake it off before I give you something to cry about yeah all that okay on a whole broken foot okay like that's the type of mentality and that's the type of stuff like that I eventually in my adult life have had to unlearn and have been mm-hmm. working really hard to unlearn unlearn so that I'm not continuing that cycle and not passing down these detrimental traits that mm-hmm. have been killing our people. Break, breaking right. those generational curses. Yeah. 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 And doing what you said, going, reaching back. I'm having these conversations with my mom. My, mm-hmm. Conversation I'll never in the beginning of thought I would be able to have right. with my mm-hmm. family. We're talking yeah. about mental health. We're talking pushing them to open up a little bit more right. about their experiences and all this stuff. And I'm able, I'm doing it by talking about myself. Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. becoming more, yeah, mm-hmm. more comfortable and more normal and doing that with like my nephew and stuff so that we can stop being so silent about things mm-hmm. and yeah. letting it like yeah. take and run our communities because that silence is oppressive. Yeah, silence is, is deadly too. I remember... Because even just back to the whole stable conversation when it comes to money, like black folks don't really talk about money. Right. Mm-hmm. To where it's like a taboo. Now, yeah. we're, now we're having to figure it out. Because yeah. a lot of times, uh, especially like in other communities, they bring them to the bank. You know, they bring their children to the bank and teach them, hey, this is. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately with us, um, you know, just due to our circumstances and the way the system is, we just didn't have that opportunity mm-hmm. to educate our youth and um and all that because oftentimes we're figuring it out as we go through right, it yeah. and when it comes to finances sometimes learning the hard way can take some years to fix, to fix. Uh-huh. and <laughs> you know it's and sometimes we we need some things to happen now right yeah. but if we in the midst of you know we might have co-signed yeah. for a 
person we thought we liked and they you know it's just stuff that we didn't get warned about mm-hmm. and we having to learn a lot of things as we go along yeah yeah and then the unfortunate part is that even if our ancestors or parents if they had a bad experience with it they would tell you not to do it. Not right. Instead don't of just don't even instead of showing but you not how. telling you why. Or, instead you know, instead of saying why. Mm-hmm. Like, just don't do it. Because <laughs> I always say this, you never really hear a person with good credit to tell someone not to get credit. Right. Yeah. But it's always the one who had a unfortunate right. situation yes. about oh no, nah, you don't want to do that yeah. and offer zero explanation. That's well, because yeah. part of it, you got things with some sense they don't need, they don't, they still don't have a clear understanding. Still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My, my family, my, I remember my mom used to try to beg me to like get credit card and I was like, hell no, I see yeah. the child go through. And so I was the hell no. But well. she could, you know, and she would try to explain to me like the importance and all that, but I'm like, I'm not trying to hear that. I see y'all mm-hmm. around here struggling to pay off these credit and these stuff. Absolutely the hell not. Because mm-hmm. yeah. while she could explain to me like why it's important to have it she could not explain to me like okay you here's know, what happens yeah. here's how you not. use it responsibly mm-hmm. it took me eventually getting credit and eventually messing up for right. me to learn yeah. and then go back and teach in my you know my mom and other family members what I learned about from my experience because mm-hmm. I, I was in situations where I had people around me who could actually explain it mm-hmm. my yeah. friend I think for sure, friends helped me learn more about credit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I and I just try to, like I said, I, I, my my goal is to help us. And a lot of times, the messenger is important. Right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I just I just try to be that messenger because, I mean, granted, I do work for an institution, but I'm not going to just say what they're telling me to say to you because I'll be real. I'll be like, look. You might not want to do this, mm-hmm. you know. Right. I'll, I'll I'll keep it real with you, cause I'm 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 good enough for what I do to where I don't need every customer to do everything. Cause if it's not you, then I'll get the next person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I just try to. Which is stability. Yeah, stable. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I just try to in. I just try to educate, just try to make sure that we're prepared for this world, cause things do happen, and you know you just need buffers or things to fall back on mm-hmm. should something happen sure. and and hopefully uh you can seek a professional who does this for a living and just ask some advice mm-hmm. don't don't ask someone who ain't really into it right. unless they're literally doing it and can help you but i respect when people have questions right. when it comes to that because i'm glad you asked me first then do something and then try to fix it because sometimes that can be you know what's 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 done can can't be undone Mm -hmm. so i respect when people ask me things before and i'm like okay yeah that's a good idea or i'm like you might want to do it this way right because i would hate to see you in a um you know potential situation things like that so and a lot of older people too they be telling me they're so happy to see me like in my role because back then they said we didn't get jobs like that. Yeah. yeah. Straight up. That's real. So oftentimes it's me teaching grandparents, mm-hmm. uncles, aunties. So because they never had the education. Yeah. Because they had to do what they had to do. Mm-hmm. But 
Let's uh, end with something real fun, real quick. We're almost there. All right. So when y'all say y'all look a mess, what does that mean? If you if you tell a man that, well, first of all, I guess the question is when when would you even feel comfortable telling a man you look a mess? And 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 honestly, a mess don't really be looking a mess. So 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 why do y'all say that? Because we want to warn you that. We're not looking like our absolute best. Because mm-hmm. what we're not, well, what I'm not going to do, I want to speak for all, all, all the ladies in the room. Mm-hmm. But let's say a guy that I'm into, like, I think your example earlier was like, he's saying, like, I'm in the neighborhood, about to, you know, I'm going to pull up on you, whatever. And then he was like, and then the girl will be like, oh my God, I look a mess. <laughs> I'm not going to allow God, not new. That I'm just dating or whatever, come come, come over and I'm like, look, I'm like, I just woke up, you know, mm-hmm. pull up randomly, right? And crumbs out in my eye, like, I just may not be, you know, dressed for the gods. When mm-hmm. pull up, like, it was respectable. However, as a man, a lot of times we don't really be caring. We know that. To be honest, but we care. Yeah. I mean, I care about my parents, so and half the time, like I said, when we say that, we probably really don't. Yeah, look at the men. The men. Mm-hmm. Well, boy may not be like makeup on, real clothes on, like finna go somewhere, like best looking. But I guess depend on like I guess depend on the you know y'all level of dating or talking or whatever. I mean, we're gonna see you. Eventually, Maybe. you know, right. it depends on how far this relationship goes. Yeah, and I was saying, you know, I mean, I, is that like an early stage thing? Like, he's seen me look a mess, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, like it depends on how comfortable I am with you for mm-hmm. you to see me. Yeah. Like, yeah, we probably gotta be in love for you to just right. see me. Like, when I'm looking in the mirror and I'm like. Girl, <laughs> it's time for girl. I, that means I, if you if you see me like that, that means I know you love me, mm-hmm. and cause you know what I look like in my best. <laughs> well, you know they say for any just any guy that well, you know they, scare him away. Right. Well, you know they say uh, if a man can handle you at your worst, at your worst, he don't deserve you at your best. So I know this right. But like I said, like sometimes we. From what it sounds like when y'all tell us that, like, oh no, I look a mess right now. Um, can you come back tomorrow? Or, like to us, we're thinking like, yo, you don't have to do all that, you know. Like, I don't mind. Maybe she just don't want to be bothered. She don't know how to say it. Yeah. <laughs> or like, right. I'm y'all just chilling by myself. Know, but right. That's true. <laughs> but also, well, in that case where she's like, no, don't come over today, whatever. We know that post taking down the box break. Looking a mess, mm-hmm. or, or taking down a, or you you done took your wig off, right? And your braids, 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 and what I, what I look like so and i tend to be pretty natural yes i like to doll myself up too yeah. but more than anything i just like my space mm-hmm. yeah. and so that like part. i think if i'm just like i look a mess i'm just warning you it's more of like 
Like, just know I'm not here to entertain you. Okay. Right. Like, <laughs> I'm chilling. That's more so what it means to me. Like, I'm that's chilling. Like, I'm watching this. I'm reading a book. Like, if you want to hang, that's cool. That's but, cool. Like, but I'm not about to put on. Yeah, I'm not about to. Well. I'm not throwing on no lashes. Right. Yeah, like, this is what. Just understand what you're walking into. Like, I'm at home. Don't you be something I'm, I'm at your house. So, I don't answer. Because if a girl does that, then we're crazy. Well, then we're crazy. Yeah. Well, that's... Don't do me like that. Yeah, so I don't, I don't, you ain't getting in the door. I'm sorry. Like, hey, I'm in the door. Well, <laughs> in that case, it's more so like, a, hey, I'm in the area. Mm-hmm. Just trying, you know, not like I'm here, but hey, I'm... What's the area? Like, little, 20 minutes away? Like, or, you know, like, let's say, you know... If if you live in Bellevue and I'm I'm off Charlotte, like in West Nashville, hey, I'm you know I'm in the area. What you up what to? You, I mean, you know, that's different. Then, that, then that's what different. Yeah, what I you up to? Yeah. Then I can say yes or no. Yeah. Like you know, yeah. not some you know, because somebody calling to be like, hey, I'm in the area. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm about to pull up. up. Yeah, what you mean? Yeah, so yeah, I learned I learned that. You can't just say you gonna pull up. You like, hey, I'm an area. Like, 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 what you up to? Like, yeah, what you uh, the yeah. booty? Like, or what are you doing? Like, you know? Yeah. Like, give me a chance to be like, oh, you know, I'm not doing. It. I'm just chilling. Yeah, and then yeah. if you're gonna be uncomfortable, leave. The girl is gonna be like, hey, I'm outside. <laughs> yeah, look, hey, do not, hey, do not ever do that. Right. <laughs> do not ever do that. I'm like, what's up? Yeah, do not ever do that. And then uh, maybe not open somebody's the door. ear, just maybe like I don't feel like being bothered. Why'd you yeah. waste your time coming down here? I need to know. mentally prep for for company sometimes. I do. You know? yeah, I think, what I, if my I house is the biggest thing? thing? And that's, that's, that's like the that's the thing. thing. You gotta prep for because I want my yeah. I like don't like people just at my house. Right. And not yeah. at its best. Like mm-hmm. I need to know. I need so that. I think it kind of goes back to because in thinking about like oh my house is a mess. Like it might kind of play a part. And how long you've been talking to them? Mm-hmm. Like I think you're fair in saying that because yeah. if it's well, I don't got no boyfriend, but I was gonna say mm-hmm. if it's somebody that I had been with, mm-hmm. I'd be easy on like oh, okay, yeah, that's cool. Like right. I'm just watching TV, but yeah. whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's a, you com- it's a certain level of comfortability. comfortability. If I'm yeah. comfortable, if we've spent the night with each other enough times, like we've seen each other with like crusty mouths, mm-hmm. eyes, like. If I've seen you, you when you don't have a haircut, you know, because mm-hmm. you, know, you know, dudes can look rough when it's time to get <laughs> chopped and stuff. Like, yeah. that's the difference. But if right. it's very new, if it's new, it's like, I'm not gonna. Yeah, uh, I feel like the the whole new stage, both parties are trying to impress. Yeah, you know, which is natural. It's just like it ain't time yet. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> um, or, but and then. But it could also be like a determinant if she's like, I look a mess. And they're like, okay, I don't care. Yeah. Okay, that cool. is pretty right. So, that I mean, it's like, a man. It's like, you still fine. Like, I mean, you still cute. Yeah. yeah. You still look good. I mean, which, which, which. Only in perspective, I guess. Which, like, really be the case nine times out of ten. When y'all see y'all look a mess and then y'all pull up, I'm like, I'm like you look good. Well, sometimes. Yeah. I mean, because we've definitely done something to not look like how we was looking when you called. Right. I is that. Okay. So, so, Unless so do y'all. Our boyfriend and, and then we going to be like, like yeah. Is that like a trick like oh i look a mess but show up not looking a mess to, to where to where our version of mess whoa well your mess look good yeah yeah sweet so dead ass if you're the boyfriend we're probably not probably still we're gonna probably be, yeah. yeah open the door 
It's unlocked. You, right. you it's gonna, unlocked. You, yeah, you, you got me. I'm gonna leave the door open. And, uh, I'm gonna have my headscarf on. <laughs> and you're gonna see me in my pajamas. You're gonna no, see you're gonna get the weed. Right. You're gonna get the bunny. Oh, you're absolutely getting the bunny. And you're gonna see the Sealy Brace. Yeah. You're getting the. Oh, we come home. Oh, I'm snatching the weed off. Right. The wig and the lashes are coming off. It's not coming off. It's gonna stay. It's gonna stay on all night. You gonna get down moves. Yeah. If we're a couple. Oh. Oh yeah. Although. Although we appreciate. The effort, you know, we we know that it's not realistic for you to look the best all the time. So, I mean, know. we know that too. I think but it's a self validation thing more yeah. than it is for you. It's just like a I have a certain standard for myself. Yeah, and how I'm presenting look. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You you trying to just go off Alicia too soon? Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, I wouldn't want like, a man to go out. He uh, said, what? "Pookie too soon." Pookie. Oh, you took it all the way. All the way. I couldn't think of another like dusty, like kind of sort of crackhead. So, <laughs> you know, Felicia was like crackhead. Yeah. Like she went yeah. all the way down. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't She's half a spoon away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mario, ladies, appreciate y'all joining me today on this Saturday. We're about to wrap up. Great conversation. Thank you. Thanks for um, having us. Great, great dialogue. You know, this is what needs to happen. You know. <laughs> A lot of times, <laughs> I remember. Uh, pop pop. Pop pop. Oh, is it really? I, remember, oh, I can so see that. I remember uh, Kenya laughed at me because I like leaned back and just said, "Well," or something like that. Somebody granddaddy. Because I be I be hanging around old people. Like, I be hanging around old people, so it just rubs off on me. So just a mannerisms. You can stay young. Yeah, forever young. But anyway, yeah, the youngest one in here. Damn, yeah, I, mean, I am. Still though. Oh my age, age, oh, age, age, age is number the age number the number. I know some. How you feel? I know some forty-year-olds who. I'm still a PYT, so I don't know anything about this older stuff. Right. Oh yeah. But yeah, so uh, Chelsea, where can they find you on social media since you're new to the show? So on Twitter and Instagram, it's underscore Chelsea Renee, C H E L S I E R E N E. Wait, your middle name's Renee? It is. That's one of the most common. So you got Nicole, Renee, Monet, and uh, what's the other common middle name? Marie. Yeah, because it's it's one of them four or five, but okay, Renee. Also, if you enjoy writing, blogging, and anything that I've said today, you can find me on Medium at Chelsea Bennett 22. So Medium. that's where I write. Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. Chelsea I write and blog there. Yep. Be sure to follow the podcast at gtalkpodcast.com. You can find it on uh, all the social medias through that channel. And uh, if you got something to say, click on to contact us. Be sure to uh, subscribe. First, last name, email address. That's all we need. They will see that when they hit the subscribe. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes you gotta really direct. Like you gotta hold people's hands. Because oh right. people don't read. People don't. People don't read. And that's just the fact of the matter. I'm just saying in general. <laughs> if it apply, or if it don't apply, let it fly. But if the stiletto fit, then wear it. If the Timberland fit. Are you determined to push this to wear? No, I'm not. <laughs> right. All right. All right, y'all. Um, I'm looking at 
I might go to Boom Bap tonight. Who knows? But we'll see. All right, till next time, we out. Peace. <laughs>